0: Peter goes further and he says in Acts chapter 15 and verse number 10 Now then, why do you try to test God by putting on the necks of the disciples a yoke that neither we nor our fathers have been able to bear? Think on that for a minute. This is the Apostle Peter. This is a Jew by birth preaching and saying these things. He's saying, We couldn't even live up to that standard, and now you're wanting to put it on these new believers? So then he said, he answers his own question. He says, no. He says, no. Conclusion is basically this. We are saved by grace plus nothing. We believe it is through faith, through the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that we are saved just as they are. That's Peter's conclusion. I would take it a step further. I heard this on the radio the other day. He said, remember, rules without relationship always produces rebellion. Now take this home and put it to work in your family. Rules without relationship always leads to rebellion. When you try to establish religious rules without a relationship with God, it's going to result in rebellion. Whenever you try to legislate rules in your home without a relationship with your children, it's going to lead to rebellion. They must know you and know that you care for them and that you're watching out for them before they're going to listen to your rules. If you're absent, if you are inconsistent, if you're a phony, don't expect your kids to obey your rules because they see through you. It is with God that if we merely get religious and try to keep a bunch of rules, we will find ourselves in rebellion eventually because guess what, nobody can keep all the rules. If we were saved by law, and see, some people want to go there. Pastor, just keep it simple. Make it easy. You know, make it one, two, three. I'll do this, this, and this, and I'll be okay. But the Bible, the New Testament, is not that way. You are led by the Spirit. You're not led by a set of rules. That's the way God set it up. That's the way He wants it. But instead of you shifting the responsibility to me, I'm not going to be your Holy Spirit. See? I'm going to teach you the Word of God, then you are accountable to walk the Word as the Spirit gives you the anointing and the ability to do it. I'm not going to run around behind you and spy on you and catch you doing things and say, you're breaking the rules. Mm -mm. No, 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 no. Neither we nor our fathers have been able to bear it, Peter said. So then the scriptural response to religion is this. Rituals do not make us holy. It is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God. Okay, let's underscore something here for just a moment. What does this mean right here? And this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God. What does that mean? What is that in reference to anybody? It means you can't earn it. No, it's, it's in reference to another, the other word. We know the grace is from God. Faith right there. See that word right there? Somebody says, I don't have enough faith to be saved. I just can't believe like you. I don't have the faith you have. I just, I just have trouble believing. Welcome to the club. If you had enough faith in and of your own ability, you would need God. What is the gift of God right there? The Bible says in the book of Romans, he's given each one of us a measure of faith. He gave you enough faith to get saved in the very first place. Now, that's a growing thing, but without the gift of God of faith, you wouldn't be saved here today. You could not believe on your own enough to bridge that gap. God gives you a deposit of faith, and it is to grow in you. So you got just as much faith as I do. We all start with the same amount. What we do with it determines what happens.